I've got a I've got a Hundo Guard of War sitting there. Maybe I'll actually spend the Stardust to max it out or something. We'll we'll see what it takes. You've got a Hundo Guard of War too. We let, let, let me blow your mind, Chris. Wait, is it the same one? We caught the same. One. We did the twin. I didn't what, remember let, that. Let, let me, I, I need to mark. Let me blow your mind. Okay. It was a 2018 Go Fest. <laughs> Stop it! Stop yeah, it! Hang on. Let someone me, screamed. Fina. <laughs> 2019. 2019, 2019. I'm sorry, 2019 mm-hmm. Go Fest. Caught Chicago, Illinois, United States, 6-15-2019. Yeah. So old, it doesn't even have the event tag. Yep. Wow. See? Uh, you you same, did. You blew one, my mind. 6-19. Six, six, it'll load eventually. 6-19. There we go. This is this is great audio content, us holding up our phones yeah, don't for worry. our cameras. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. <laughs> You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. We're hot on the trail of a new Detective Pikachu event. Fingers crossed for more treats than tricks during Pokemon Go Halloween 2023. Bite off more than you can chew with Guzzlord and Raid. This week's Pokalore subject is ready to give you a shocking one-two punch. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast, episode 254. It's October 3rd, yet another Tuesday evening. I'm your host, Chris. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle, how is your first week of October shaking up so far? It's the third. What it's you, the third. We're, the we're in the it's first been, week. It's been 36 hours. It's been. Me, yes, basically. it has been. It has. So, what? Uh, so how's it going fine. so far? It's fine. <laughs> okay. It's 90 degrees outside. It's it probably is. not fine, but yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's 84 by me, and it's uh, 87% humidity. I went for a walk. Because those monsters won't hunt themselves. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's sticky out here. Let's just say. Oof. Um, but never fear, Kyle, because if you did peep. I know we talk a lot about Chicago weather, but if you peep the forecast Saturday, at least up by me. So it's got to be similar to you. High of like 57. OK, well, I mean, that's more like October weather, at least hoodie weather. Yeah. All right. OK, before we get started for real here, shout out to two, three brand new patrons since the last time we recorded. Shout out to Amber, Artemis and Dean. Thank you three very, very much for your support. Um, and we really appreciate it. More about Patreon and patronage at the end of the episode. But of course, the shout out at the front here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Mr. Kyle, we set some goals last week. Now, I know for sure one of the two of us regrets the goals that they set. I'm not going to say who, but you already know your answer to that. And, you know, you didn't tell me, so you can probably <sighs> deduce. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but let's let's rip the bandaid off for both of us. You wanted to maintain your daily streaks. How did that go for you? Does that include field research daily streak? No. Then no, I did. <laughs> you mean you mean for like a research? For the no, the the stamps for the for the week. Oh, I, uh, I think it's poke stop pokeball are the streaks, and then you and then this it's just stamps for field research. Okay, then I and then I yeah. did I did it. 
I did not get all my stamps as I realized when I opened the game yesterday. But whoops. <laughs> okay. All right. Good for you. What about the timed research? No. None of it? No. It uh, it needed me to walk a route and then I just ended up not doing it. It's an event about routes. What did you think you were gonna get? I look, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I went out and I did one route for that. Just one. There, there's a route somebody submitted right down the street for me. Mm-hmm. 2,000% it's a driving route because no one's walking the route that they did. And like that's yeah, but just. you've got sidewalks, don't you? Yeah, but it just the, the way the route paths. I'm like, why would you walk this and why would they accept it? Like it starts from my apartment complex's parking lot, mm-hmm. goes down and goes just like goes a thousand meters. In a direction, basically, <laughs> and then crosses the street and keeps going for like, you know, 1100 meters total. Does so it I'm hop like, on that really busy road by you? Does it go? No, there? it doesn't go. It does go down the side street at the very least. OK, but. I was about to say that's a dead giveaway because there ain't no sidewalks on that road. <laughs> so, At least right there. Um, OK, well, hey, good job, um, I suppose, on the daily streaks, but not the time to research. Now, this is the gimme one. Mega yeah. progress. Did you do that? I did. Good. I did do that. We love to hear it. That's good stuff. All right. So that's what? Two out of three for you? Yeah. Great. Well, I've got good news for you <laughs> because my goals. Oh, no. Uh, hatch a shiny Hisuian Growlithe. I hatched like 76 eggs last week, something like that. Most of them were over the weekend. Uh, that did not happen, unfortunately. Uh, 50 eggs hatched. Like I just said, cats out of the bag. I did hatch more than that. So yay on that. Five shiny Azuril during Azuril hatch day. I did hatch one. I hatched one. Now I thought that I was going to be much better at multitasking between Monster Hunter Now and Pokemon Go during the hatch day. Cause I was like, this is great. This is a real background event. Turns out community day was a much better background option than this was. Because it's really kind of difficult to remember to check your your eggs every once in a while, at least for me personally and the way that my yeah. brain works. Um, but I, I did get like three loads of eggs done. So I think I got a little unlucky. Um, but, you know, one shiny eyes, real happy about that. Shout out to Camo. We were doing some some hunting uh, together during that time. And then an hour past that, I think we did some something like 75, 70, 75 hunts, something like that. Um, Just, you know, given... Give Nianta a cool like fifteen dollars worth of potions, probably. <laughs> no, not if you not if you get good. Yeah, I dump so much. I so I many mean, camo admitted to how many potions he used. So. Yeah, I used many, many. So I'm not going to shy away from that. Um, but Big that was great. It was great. And multiplayer works really well. It was a blast to go do. And so yeah, <laughs> should we should we do our monster hunter minute now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, welcome to our new segment that won't last forever. Monster Hunter now. Okay, Kyle, where where are you at? Uh, I mean, I got to six star monsters, uh, having a good time, but I have slowed down significantly, mostly because like you gotta have one bad hunt and like that's it, it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You feel you like one I'm bad go hunt play for two twenty minutes, and you're like, yeah. okay, well, I am not gonna go back out after a half hour. So I guess that was it for today. Which is probably my biggest critique for the game because I'm not looking to spend twenty dollars on potions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You and I are both big proponents of something pr- like actually 
uh, rewarding you for for getting good right and Mm -hmm. and it does this but yeah it is a little harsh a little harsh when you get hit and um i also had some of the same problem i realized and and pokemon go this is a lot harder for me but i was realizing that i was dumping so many gems into potions and i was like i just got to slow down or i need to take a break so i can perform better and not spend any resources on more potions so it's like my current personal battle but um what i've been finding out is that i've been i've been doing like three mile walks every day or so and a lot of times what i'll do is i'll just switch to pogo while i'm waiting for monster hunter to regenerate my health um or i'll just put my phone away and enjoy my Mm -hmm. walk for a while or i'll scout in monster hunter where i want to go next and by the time i get there i'll probably have my health back you know so um but that requires a lot of time over an hour um, in order to dedicate to that. And, and that is a luxury that not a lot of people have, you know, so, um, yeah, but still loving it. You should use the hammer on Rathian and Rathalos. Everybody it's, just saying, it's probably not going to happen using a Mostly hammer. I'm not going to build another weapon when I can't even level up my current weapons mm-hmm. to a certain degree. It's, it's tough out here for a hunter, man. Can't even rub two Zenny together. No, it's, I mean, I'm not even money. I've got like 11,000 Zenny right now. I have nothing to upgrade. Is it the monster bone pluses? No, I have plenty of the <laughs> gathering point stuff. I'm missing monster drops. Oh, man. Well, like, okay, so this is the the one complaint then, obviously outside of the potions for Monster Hunter Minute. Uh, why are tier two drops the rarest drop in the game? Yeah, give me my tail we'll casing. The, the fact that I have more of the higher rarity stuff than I need, but I don't have the lower rarity stuff is very silly and they really i hope they like let some exchange system happen or something even at a bad rate just let me get let me get something (laughs) yeah yeah or you could like pay an amount of gems or zenny in order to cover the gap of like oh i can't find this last baroth ridge that i need and i've been at this for two weeks you know like that Mm -hmm. Anyway, we're we're getting very far and away from our minute, so <laughs> it's great. If you haven't tried it, it's good. You should. You and should. if you're rural in any way, Monster Hunter is better than Pokemon by a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Just going out and walking, there will be things for you to do. Um, and and while Pokemon spawn density has gotten a lot better, um, if you don't have a lot of POIs around for Pokestops or gyms, your gameplay is severely, severely impacted by that. And in Monster Hunter, it still is, but you have more options, I think. Yeah. Okay. Monster Hunter, several minutes uh, done. Okay. That means that we can hop right into the news. Yo, what up? It's the news. You know, I woke up this morning, Kyle, and I was like, yeah, you know what? Today's going to be a nice, easy recording day. We've got like what? Like maybe one news item, two. You know, we had a lot of stuff to talk about last week. What with all the the monthly updates and all that sort of stuff. And we had several events to talk about at a community day, etc. <sighs> I was wrong. <laughs> a little bit. I was wrong. We had not not one, not two, but three news items to cover. And then right as we sat down to record. We both got an update in our phone from Pokemon Go. Hey, this event's happening too. We're like, oh no, what just got published? Went to PokemonGoLive.com and lo and behold, a fourth full event. So strap in, folks. We are going to dive deep (laughs) into news this week. Okay, well, thankfully, the first news item here is a Go Battle weekend. So we won't spend too much time on it. We'll cover, of course, what is happening, when it's happening, and all that good stuff. 
but we will leave it to our PVP experts over at PVP Corner to give you some actual good insight. <laughs> so uh, this first thing here, like we said, Go Battle Weekend, battle like the top champion of Paldea, which I'll pause for two seconds. Do you remember who that is? I remember what they look like, but if I hadn't read ahead, I would have forgotten their name. Okay. All right. Those of you at home, we hope that you had enough time to guess. All right, here we go. Trainers, are you ready to battle like the top champion from Paldea? Because another Go Battle Weekend is almost here. Go Battle Weekends are special events where trainers can participate in more battles than usual. This Go Battle Weekend is inspired by Gita, top champion of the Pokemon League in the Paldea region from the Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet games on Nintendo Switch. Get ready to show your epic battling strategies, trainers. Let's go. When is this happening? Like right away. <laughs> Saturday, October right. 7th. Yeah, it might be. It might be. We get these up sometime during the weekend, sometimes a little bit earlier. So it, it very well might be. It's from Saturday, October 7th from 12 a.m. to Sunday, October 8th uh, at 1159 p.m. local time. So every minute of each day, Saturday and Sunday, this upcoming weekend. Bonuses include four times Stardust from win rewards. This does not include the end of set rewards and will not stack with the three times Stardust bonus from Master League Rotation Weeks. It's good that they clarified that up uh, up top because in the past it's been a point of contention that that was not clarified. So there you go. The maximum number of sets you can play per day will be increased from 5 to 20 for a total of 100 battles. And that will only be true during the uh, duration of the event. Free battle-themed timed research will be available. Rewards include the Gita-style gloves avatar item. A ticket for battle-themed timed research awarding Stardust, Rare Candy XL, and one star piece will be available for US $1 or the equivalent pricing tier in your local currency. Good bonuses. You know, um, they usually do kind of lean in on stardust for these events because that is like the lifeblood of battlers because mm-hmm. they don't just need one Ozamorel, they need 17. Uh, so active leagues, the following leagues will be active. Great ultra and master league, you know, the bands back together, so to speak reward changes during go battle weekend. Gita during go battle weekend. Gita, the following changes will be made to the Pokemon go battle league premium track. Uh, guaranteed rare candy XL for trainers level 31 and up for their second wind in a set. That's actually sick. Uh, guaranteed rare candy for trainers level 30 and below for their second win in a set. So that's cool. They give you the equivalent all the same. That's really nice. Increased stardust rewards compared to the basic reward track uh, and the order of premium track rewards will be rearranged probably to benefit you more instead of being like, Oh, the best ones at the fifth. They'll probably do like, I don't know, the encounter at the back or at the, it really kind of depends on how they're weighting this, but uh, assume there will be some sort of design (laughs) in mind when they do this. Cool. Um, So Kyle, I already know the answer. I'm going to ask you anyway, will you be taking part in this go battle weekend Gita event? Under no, sir. No, no, no. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Not only is it PVP and, you know, I work on Sunday, but Saturday, there's a Monster Hunter event, so there <laughs> I is would do that with my free time. <laughs> and also, I just I, I don't really care about Go Battle League that much. So, yeah, that's fair enough. And you're not really like hurting for Stardust where you're like, yeah, I'll suck it up and do it because I need it. You know, yeah, so. that's it. Yeah. Rare Candy XL on the premium track is pretty neat. Although I think it sounds nicer than it is because you still have to use a premium ticket for it. 
Yeah. 99 cents. So. Yeah, you know, but if you're like a lot of us and you're sitting on a pile, it's not bad to throw it every once in a while. I suppose if you're really looking for some sort of uh, drain. Yeah, I finally <laughs> that. drained that pile between GoFest and Global GoFest. So I'm down to like 10. Fair enough. Well, then even more so, this isn't necessarily for you. Um, I think I'm going to try to do the timed research and then maybe a few battles, but I'm with you. There's a Toby Gadachi event right now, uh, this weekend in Monster Hunter now, not right now, but in Monster Hunter now. So I will probably be focused on doing that too. Um, But anyway, uh, look forward to more information about that from the PvP corner, I'm sure. Okay. Next event here, celebrate the release of Detective Pikachu Returns. Trainers, Pikachu wearing a detective hat will be appearing in Pokemon Go for a limited time. Celebrate the release of Detective Pikachu Returns on Nintendo Switch by completing themed timed research in the Detective Pikachu Returns event. For more details on Detective Pikachu Returns, please see, and then this is linked, the official website. Uh, You can follow the link in our show notes. We'll have it there. When is this? It's Thursday, October 5th, so in a couple of days from the day of recording, at 10 a.m. to Monday, October 9th at 8 p.m. local time. So begins on Thursday, ends on Monday, Go Battle Weekend nested in between, lots of stuff to do this weekend for sure. Wild Encounters, Pikachu wearing a detective hat, Growlithe, Slowpoke wearing a hat. It's it's a cowboy hat. <laughs> it is. Pour one out for, <laughs> pour one out for uh, Cowboy Hat Caterpie. Alolan Executor, Magikarp, Zatu, Blossom, Lotad, Chimeco, Bronzor, Ducklet, Cutie Fly, and Phalanx. Those will all be in the wild. Kind of a cool little arrangement. I like Zatu. I wonder how much of these are Pokemon that were featured in the previous game or if these will be featured in this game. I, I didn't play the previous game, did you? <laughs> no, I did not either, but I've seen enough of it online oh, and heard people talk about it enough uh, to know that, like, well, the Growlithe is important. Um, he's another detective's partner, I think. Uh, the Zatu is like a story beat and a couple of these other ones I, I remember, but not too familiar, just like you. So <laughs> we're swinging in the dark here. Uh, field research task encounters, you know, do the event themed field research. And if they end an encounter, here you go. You could end up with a Pseudo-Wudo, Snivy, or Rowlet. Uh, I'm not interested in any of those three. I'll be honest. I, I already have a Hundo Rowlet, or I might be somewhat interested in that. So Yeah, I've got a Hundo Seviper, so Not Seviper. Uh, what's the one? What is Snivy? Thank you. Whoa, I just got caught in the corner of my brain. Superior, you're right. Thank you. Uh, collection challenge take on field research tasks to complete the event themed collection challenge that's what i'm most interested in ah you just groan that's rude (laughs) well i like collection challenge but i have to do a field research task to do it i don't like that yeah 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 i don't like that (laughs) i mean fair i i really can't argue with you that's a matter of personal preference um event bonuses trainers can enjoy surprise encounters with pikachu wearing a detective hat once per day by taking snapshots that's cool uh, two times experience for spinning Pokestops during the event. Oh, look at that little Adventure Week style bonus. That's cute. Uh, not cute enough for it to be like, yeah, you should go do this. But it's a nice, nice to have, you know. Event timed research. Help Professor Willow track down a, quote, Pokemon of interest, end quote, in this timed research story. 
completes field research tasks to earn an encounter with Pikachu wearing a detective hat. And the last, but certainly not least, a new avatar pose. Channel your favorite electrifying detective with the Detective Pikachu avatar pose, available in the store starting on October 5th, 2023. So when the event starts. And uh, if you're not watching the video version of the show, which should have that image to our to our stage left, but you're right. Um, <laughs> it, it's cute. You know, like you're leaning forward with a little magnifying glass. Like, who is this? Is this what I'm looking for? You know, so it's yeah, take it's, it or leave it. It's, it's fine. It's nice. Like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Kyle, you know, we kind of elicited your opinion throughout <laughs> this entire description of this event. But uh, what are your pros? What are your cons? You got any? Uh, it's the first time that this hat Pikachu has been back in four years. Yep. Big deal. We don't often get Pikachu hat reruns. So like this is cool. The noteworthy reruns I can think of, we got the we got Explorer Pikachu twice. I believe that's we got true. the Santa Hat Pikachu two or three times. We get Santa Hat almost every winter, I think. Has it? I don't remember. I know we got the seal uh, sphere with a scarf last year. I don't remember if Pikachu yeah, was there too, but yeah. yeah, so this is it's a pretty big deal for people who want to hunt something like that. And the slow poke with a hat is fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic insofar as my heart goes out to my JKA Cowboy Hat Caterpie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just, they, they uh, know at this point. So they'd probably talk to the Pokemon company and be like, what Pokemon besides Caterpie can we put a cowboy hat on? <laughs> Any other Pokemon, just tell us. I I'm just I'm so in the camp now. I know here's a here's a list of Pokemon. It's 810 Pokemon long because Caterpie's not on it. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, That's a shame. Uh, Caterpie deserves more love. But but yeah, so event, though. So any any drawbacks? I think we pointed out the stuff that you didn't care for was that you have to do field research for the the collection challenge. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's. It's kind of just fine. It's it's cool cross promotion for Detective Pikachu. I gonna be completely honest. I don't think a lot of people actually care about Detective Pikachu as a game, despite what some people online make you believe. Mm-hmm. The first game did not sell very well. It didn't, but it was sort of like a late blooming sort of popularity. People were like, yeah. "Oh, this is the throwaway side Pokemon game." And then, you know, and when the movie came out and people started like, hey, wasn't there a game about that? And they looked back at it. They're like, oh, this is actually really charming. Oh, the 3DS store is going down. I guess I'm too late. Yeah, they I I would have rather seen another movie, though, because the movie was actually fantastic. Love that movie. So, yeah, it's it's just fine. It's totally fine with a crossover event and it works. It works well. It does. Those are my takeaways as well. I'm excited for the collection challenges because I like collection challenges. But, you know, so what I'm what I'm sort of deducing from this is that field research task encounters include three Pokemon that are not listed on the wild encounters, which means we'll probably have to look for field research tasks um, in order to catch the Sudowoodo, Snivy and Rowlet that will likely be on the collection Mm -hmm. challenge. And now what I think is cool about that is that actually, while it's a little frustrating, (laughs) right, it is cool. Because it makes you go around looking for stuff in particular, like a detective. Yeah, that's fine. That's it's yeah. fun, you know. 
I think conceptually it's really good, but the way it works in the game is you wait for the day the game, the event comes out. You go and look online for the list of what each research gives because you can't tell before you do them mm-hmm. to save yourself from wasting the time. Well, I mean, if it's just one task per Pokemon, you go out and do them. And then if you write that down or, or make a mental note, um, oh, this but one it, gave me that. And then but you if you it. do them, you've already done the challenge. I'm talking about like spinning stops to find the first one. Oh, so you're implying like you go out and you collect the three you need and then come back. Yeah. And do if it. you're if you're looking to hunt Rowlet, you know, that's fine. You're going to find the task that it is and go and pray to God that it's not one task that can reward all three. If it's that Niantic has done something very wrong. because They've <laughs> done that before. They have done that before. Um, I think in this case, it would be less than acceptable. It'd be pretty bad. Yeah. So I'm hoping yeah. it's not. I don't think it will be. It seems like it just wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. It'll be this weekend, so we'll know by next week for sure. All right. Next piece of news, and this is kind of big. Come one, come all, and experience in October of delights with Pokemon Go's Ticket of Treats. Trainers starting October 23, 2023, not 23. That's a long, That was a long time ago. October 2023, trainers will be able to purchase the Ticket of Treats which grants spooktacular timed research opportunities throughout the month. With the Ticket of Treats, a new timed research will unlock each Thursday in October, and you will have until the end of the month to complete them all. Each timed research will give you an opportunity to earn premium items and event-themed encounters to prepare for in-game events. While each week's timed research is paired with a specific event, you're free to complete the timed research tasks and claim the rewards at any point until October 31st at 11.59 p.m. local time. Trainers may purchase the ticket of treats until October 29th at 11.59 p.m. local time. They're not going to let you shoot yourself in the foot. (laughs) Um, But purchasing it earlier will give you more opportunities to take advantage of the additional bonuses included in the ticket of treats. Treat yourself to an October of adventure Let's go. So we'll cover this in its entirety, tell you what each part of it does and what it gives you. Um, And then we'll talk about this generally, if that was a little confusing for you. So when is this? It's the entirety of October, start to finish. Um, So what's the cost? It's $5 US or the equivalent pricing tier in your local currency. You'll be able to access bonuses and a total of four ticket exclusive timed research opportunities. And like they said, this ticket will only be available in the shop until October 29th at midnight, more or less. Uh, Ticket of Treat bonuses. The following bonuses will be available every day from when the ticket is purchased to Tuesday, October 31st at midnight. 1.5 times additional XP awarded for your first catch of the day and 1.5 additional Stardust for your first catch of the day. So they're really leaning into like these bonuses are only going to be good for you once a day and so you want to maximize the amount of days that you have had this purchased mm-hmm. in order to take advantage mm-hmm. of it it's kind of smart you know i hate to admit it's smart i mean it's kind of manipulative but that's is I, you know it's but but if, but if you look at this right and you say oh i'll get all these things if i wait until the 29th i can bang them out in two days what is the point of me getting this any sooner and this is the answer right yeah the answer is 40,000 experience and like 60,000 dust, something like that. Hey, I'll take it. All the PVPers will buy this and then forget to finish it and be like, oh, (laughs) 
All right. Ticket of Treats Part 1. This is for the first Thursday, which is in two days as of our recording. October 5th at 10 a.m. to the end of the month. Uh, raid battles abound, trainers. Just in time for Guzzlord's return to five-star raids, trainers can prepare to take on the Ultra Beast with this timed research. Complete, uh, complete the timed research task to receive the following. Three premium battle passes and more. <laughs> Classic. Uh, three premium battle passes is actually pretty sick. That's already $3 of the five that you spent. It's not too bad. Ticket of Treats Part 2. This will be on the second Thursday of October, the 12th. It'll be available to the end of the month. Reap new rewards in time for the Harvest Festival. Complete the timed research tasks to reach uh, to receive these treats. One mossy lure and additional encounters with large size and supersized pumpkin boo. And of course, and more. <laughs> Mossy Lure's got some value, although I wouldn't I wouldn't prescribe this to the cost of the thing. Like talking about raid passes is one thing, but a Mossy Lure, I'm not willing to be like, oh, that's a dollar. No, no. Uh, Ticket of Treats Part 3, the third Thursday of October, the 19th until the end of the month. Was that a ghost? This timed research will be available from the start of Pokemon Go Halloween 2023, Part 1. Complete the timed research tasks to receive the following two incubators and additional encounters with phantom and of course and more <laughs> and more oh boy. and more so incubators i'm willing to chalk up for two i'll say that's a dollar worth of value i know they're a dollar each but you get them in bundles who's buying regular incub- incubators outright don't do it no one i <laughs> hope no one uh, so that we're up to four out of five so far Ticket of Treats, part four, the last Thursday in October, the 26th until the end of the month. Enjoy even more treats this Halloween season. This timed research will accompany the start of Pokemon Go Halloween 2023, part two. Complete the timed research tasks to receive the following. Three silver pineapple berries. Two super incubators. Two rare candies. Additional encounters with Mischievous and Phantom. And of course, and more. Um, the super incubators, I feel like, saved this value at the end of this whole thing. Now, now bear in mind, while I just made a case for the cost of the ticket being semi-worth it, you're also going to get a month's worth of research and gameplay and stuff out of this. And motivation, or however this works for you. Um, so keep that in mind, whether or not that's like, oh man, I don't want to have to play this all month. I don't want to have to do this. That's a bummer. Or I can't wait to have something to do every single week. This is great. You know, wherever you are on that spectrum of interest, (laughs) your answer and your reaction to this could be pretty stark, you know, in comparison. So Kyle, I ask you, what's your take on this whole thing? I think for me. It's done in such a weird way. That's the part that's so confusing to me. Is it weird or is it just different than we've seen before? I mean, it could be both. (laughs) Look, if you want to do a battle pass, just do a battle pass. (laughs) I will will buy it. The market clearly supports it for every other game. You got to make it worth it, though. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to make me pay $5 and then do all the work for, like, 
$7 worth of premium items. Okay. I, I'm going to stop you there, Mike. Counter argument is you said work, but it's, it's gameplay. You're doing tasks. You're getting stuff for doing it. It's additional things you wouldn't have been able to do and then get said credit for it otherwise. Yes, but we don't know the steps. So the steps God. could cause you to go out of your way to play just like missions in a daily battle pass do. You know, yeah. um, you know what I forgot to tell you, by the way, you reminded me just now. I was telling you about that Paldean adventure research and how it gave you 25 ultra balls yeah. for 80 kilometers. I neglected to tell you the worst one on the list uh, here. Okay. Power up Pokemon 50 times. <laughs> now it gives me 50 Sprigatito candy. <laughs> so so listeners at home, you figure out that value judgment right there. <laughs> so look, I I think this is cool though. I think it's cool to be getting these research that you can complete and have the direction over the course of the whole month. I am all for the idea, but I feel like it's them trying to execute a battle pass without putting in the actual legwork for what battle passes usually require to be successful. You think the where's the just free? Where's the free track? Where where's the where's the option for somebody who's not paying for it who also could use a little bit of guidance for the month? I think free track is just you get to play the events, bro. But that's not what this is. This is separate from that. Hmm. This is its own thing that has no free, I'm putting free in quotes, equivalent. And that's that's the point. I don't, I'm struggling with, I mean, I'm going along with, with what you're saying here to a degree, but I'm struggling with seeing this as a battle pass because it's not just go at your own pace, get it done within this time period. This is staggered. It's every Thursday um, that you have to, like, I can't do the part four and three now. Okay, but let me. I can't do any of it now. I got to wait till Thursday. Flip side, mm -hmm. I only play one game, that two games that have battle passes right now, so I can only talk about those, but we've all played several of them. Genshin Impact has a battle pass. There are 50 levels to it. Mm -hmm. No matter what I do, I cannot get more than 10 levels a week. If I oh. want to grind it, I cannot. There are a certain number of missions that reset weekly. That is just standard. Generally, it's daily in a lot of games, but in Genshin, there's daily and weekly. So, and there's no way to like brute force it past that. No, there is a literal, this is the most amount of points you can earn in a week. There's okay. a, a bar that you fill up in that case. A lot of other games let you earn progress by like playing a match. Like even yeah, once you finish TFT. your missions, if you play Fortnite and you finish a match, you get some points. Yeah. But there's different varieties. And I just, because you can wait until week three and then get all three at the same time, I don't really think that the limit counts. I think if you bought it on week three and you lost week one and two, you would have a better argument there. But that would also be a, a really bad situation to be in. Well, you know, you lose the bonus that they're trying to entice you to buy it sooner with. But I don't think the bonus is good enough. I get it. It's okay. the first catch yeah. of the day. I just it's just not a good bonus. That's fair. I, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm still sort of. Maybe it's because it's not visually in front of me like a like a tic-tac-toe board or something else cute like that, you know, that we're used to in other places. But to me, this just seems like, a hey, you want October to be better? You know, like this every week we'll have something new for you to do and it's only one price and here's everything you're going to get from it. Isn't that cool? Like, I don't know. That doesn't feel like Battle Pass to me. Like Battle Pass to me enhances the time I'm already 
spending in another game and I can like far- like what the, the the example you just gave about Genshin is nice. I like that they limit you to some degree so that FOMO is relatively eliminated to some degree. Mm-hmm. Now, when I and I do purchase the battle passes for TFT because I like TFT quite a bit, um, which is Teamfight Tactics, a League of Legends thing. It's a turn based auto chess game. Um, now, that one you get dailies and missions and stuff and weeklies and things like that to get chunks of experience to boost up quicker but you can just grind matches like you were describing mm-hmm. and so for that it's like you know oh shoot it's the last week and i haven't played for a month and this is going to go out in like in a week uh, i need to slam these games out oh no i'm past my activities for the week but i still only have like three levels to go guess i'm playing 50 matches you know and and this just doesn't have that energy for it for me. So maybe perhaps because this is closer to an experience that you've had and not for me, maybe that's where I'm having difficulty. I, that's fair. And I'm not just, just to clarify, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. Like sure. I bought sure. it. I'm going to hopefully finish it. I'm not going to be heartbroken if I don't though, because it's not, it's not really good value. And generally speaking, uh-huh. we expect good value from battle passes. We expect good value from stuff that gets you to play day in and day out. That's supposed to be the Skinner box that we're doing here. Right. Uh, I just, it feels like they're trying to do the monthly subscription thing without like fully committing to it. I'm telling you, if it's successful, if there's not a huge backlash, if they sell a lot of it, they will try and incorporate this thing into a regular occurring thing. Kind of okay with that, personally. I I would not like to see this system repeated, but I'm okay with the them executing the idea better. I would rather mm. see something available for the whole season for all three months. Yeah. I, yeah. Make it look like... Well, you do that with the research already. Yeah, but not in the... Make it look like uh, Pokemon Unite with a like a, a nice reward at the very very end mm-hmm. and then something at the start if you buy it and then you can play your way through it yeah i'm with you i i think that they might not do this for every month though because um they sometimes like to keep events and things secret and so this whole like hey buy this ticket on the first day and here's what's going to happen every week and what event it correlates with i think this is almost exclusively set up or at least in this format uh for a month like october where everything is laid out no problem sometimes there are surprises uh, i mean we we get a, a monthly update and they give us the names now not always and that's well unless it's like something they're actively trying to hide in which case they could instead say reap new rewards in time for the harvest festival. They could say reap new rewards in time for a mysterious uh, uh, event or event, better yeah. wording, obviously a mysterious event that's happening. They could yeah. totally do that. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Um, but I feel like one of the redeeming qualities of this is that it adds or that not that it adds, but it has a lot of clarity about what you're getting out of it and when. Um, so yeah, on one, ca- one counterpoint to that. Sure. And more. And more. <laughs> it's going to be 50 experience and three Ultra Balls. Yeah, you know the and more is just Pokeballs Filler. and berries. Yeah. Don't don't fool yourself into thinking there's actually more hidden behind that. Please. There could be, though. What if it is? No. Not even Rare Candies. It's going to be 
berries, Pokeballs, potions, and experience. No question. Not even Stardust. There might be some Stardust. I could maybe. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, this is going to be one of those things like we usually say with newer stuff introduced in this game. We'll have to have some hands on with this and then come back and be able to talk about it intelligently. But from the get go, you know, you can kind of see even just illustrated between the two of us about how different perspectives on gaming kind of in general uh, will react to this. Because there are a lot of people that are just like, oh, it costs money. I'm not paying you any money. So miss me with that. And other people are like, is it worth it? And you can make an argument that it is. And you can make an argument that it isn't because you don't feel like it's worth your time or something like that. Personally, I think uh, the monetary value is there. But it also kind of comes with the weight of you sending a signal of approval via you spending money. (laughs) So there's that. Okay. Speaking of the Harvest Festival, Kyle, let's move on to our last piece of news, which was the one that was like the jump scare for us right before (laughs) we started recording. Um, The Harvest Festival is just around the corner. Trainers celebrate the changing of the seasons with the Harvest Festival event in Pokemon Go. Keep an eye out for grass type Pokemon and more. When is this? It's going to be next week, Thursday, October 12th at 10 a.m. to Tuesday, October 17th at 8 p.m. local time. Pokemon debuts. Smoliv, the olive Pokemon and its evolutions will make their Pokemon Go debuts. That's another Paldean Pokemon. It's got a fun face. It's cute. People like it. Wild encounters include Bellsprout, Execute, Sunkern, Wurmple, Combi, Sawaddle, uh, Cottony, Petalil, Flabebe, but it'll be like the color that's in your region. So if you want to know which one that is, look it up or just wait, I guess. <laughs> um, Pumpkaboo, Bone Sweet, and Smoliv, of course. Field Research Task Encounters, Harvest Festival-themed Field Research Tasks will be available, and they can give you one of the three Burmies, Pumpkaboo or Smoliv. There's going to be a collection challenge. Complete that in order to receive XP, Stardust, and Mossy Lure Modules. Event bonuses, Mossy Lure Modules activated during the event will last for two hours. That's pretty chill. Mossy Lure Modules have a higher chance of attracting Pumpkaboo. <laughs> Trainers will receive additional Pumpkaboo candy for catching Pumpkaboo during the event. So we're going hard in the Pumpkaboo for this event. Pokestop showcases during this event will feature Smoliv, Pumpkaboo, or Gorgeist. Now this is going to be fun with the sizes because there's actually five sizes of of uh, Pumpkaboo and Gorgeist prior to XXS and XXL even being introduced. Just like lore-wise, there's like a bunch of different sizes for for Pumpkaboo and Gorgeist. Uh, Ticket of treats paid timed... Kyle, you're making a face. Do do we know how that works with Pumpkaboo? Yeah, now they're just associated with each tier. Prior, they were not. No, No, so like, can you get a small... XXL. No, no, just... they, they correlate with that that category. Okay, so a, a, a super large or whatever the max size is just an XXL then. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've seen anything to the contrary. I I don't actually. I have no idea. It's just a. Thought. I remember last year coming to that conclusion. Now, did I come to that conclusion correctly? I'm not sure, but uh, maybe. I think so. I think that's right. I'm pretty sure we did some tests like between me and one other person or something, but 
Um, ticket of Treats Paid Timed Research. You'll be able to access event exclusive paid timed research as a part of the Ticket of Treats uh, that we already talked about before. So no surprises there, no differences. Great. Hey, this reminded me, by the way, we have to issue a retraction. Okay. I'm not sure if you saw or not. I don't remember which. I probably did, but I've I've forgotten. Shiny Kecleon is active. Yes, yes, we do. Is active. So um, we got some mixed information, et cetera. Yeah, and and misremembering probably. I think that's mostly it. (laughs) So so yeah, just issuing that. Anyway, uh, the Harvest Festival, Kyle, ups, downs. What do you think? It's fine. I love Olive or uh, Smolive, I should Mm -hmm. say. And that's kind of about it. Yeah, that's the takeaway. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> that's mean, it. <laughs> yeah. Another collection challenge. Yahoo, that's great. Um, and the ticket of treat stuff, that's sick from my perspective, at least. And uh, yeah, small of it'll yeah. be cool to actually celebrate Pumpkaboo and Gorgeist and have fun with their sizing mechanics. That's cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, <laughs> our last piece of news was kind of <laughs> disinteresting in comparison to the rest but All that's right, it but, for news <laughs> but since we're done with news i can mention something that i didn't mention last week and mm-hmm. bears mentioning we've talked about so much of october where is spiritum spiritum's the and more kyle I swear to God. Well, first off, that'd be <laughs> another time where they've locked it behind a barrier of, of paying money, and that'd be even worse. But yeah, yeah. where's Spiritum? How is this not advertised? What is happening? Even yeah. if it's only in research, why? Tell me. I need the shiny still. Kyle needs to know. He wants to be able to target, and he wants it to be able to not cost him a million dollars. Please, for the love of God. Somebody else has to be thinking this too, right? I'm yeah, not the I, only one who noticed that no one said anything about Spiritum. I think there's a lot of people that are just no like no mums of the word. On Reddit, so I'm just so no. confused. No, the rage will not boil over until October is over, and we didn't see one. Okay. Okay. I think. I think. Or at least until like the third week of October, they're like, "Well, that's two and more's down," and I don't think so. <laughs> so yeah, we did only get one Spiritum last year, I believe. So. Which is a real bummer because I believe two years ago it was in field research. research. So yeah. Yeah. really not feeling great. <laughs> or three years, however many long ago it was. But it was in research tasks before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, man, we should have taken advantage of that then. Was it even shiny at that time? It was. Oh, man. The tasks were not common. And it was like catch 15 dark types. Oh. Catch. So it was yeah. it was a rough grind. Walk 80 kilometers. <laughs> I'm still walking my buddy candy, okay? Oh, my gosh. Hey, how are your best buddies going, by the way? I mean, I started my another one, but so I, I finished another the a little Marowak. So. You'll get there. You'll get there one day. One day. I'm confident. <laughs> one day I'll need the Kecleon, but that is one not day. today. All right. Well, cool, cool, cool. All right, Mr. Kyle, that's it for news, which means that we're passing on over to you for Gear Up. So for this week on Gear Up, we're going to talk about Guzzlord. It's going to be in raids starting, what is it, Thursday? Friday. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in raids starting Friday. Uh, we mentioned it last week, or rather I did briefly. It's four times weeks to fairy. So this is one of the few times in Pokemon Go where fairy is going to be the counter. And that's pretty exciting. And what I mentioned last week was you can solo him. 
what I learned this week was the solo was even easier than I thought it was. Oh, okay. So, so last week I said Mega Gardevoir solos it, and it does in roughly 60% of the timer. So it it does it in just over half of the amount of time. Oh, that's Mega healthy. Gardevoir. That means there's a little bit of a, a little bit of room if you don't have it maxed out. You can get it pretty mm-hmm. close and probably. And that's be all with right. uh, five deaths. Obviously, this is assuming it doesn't have sludge bomb, but even still, we'll get there in a second. Uh, even not Mega Gardevoir, every single top fairy can solo it. Xerneas, Shadow Gardevoir, regular Gardevoir, and Togekiss can all solo Guzzlord, assuming you perform properly and now here you go get this this is the one i include on the list because it's hilarious and the estimator says 0.94 which means you theoretically can solo it but it's very very close okay zirkatry <laughs> with thundershock and dazzling gleam wow okay non-stat that just goes to show how bad fairy types are in general <laughs> that that's like the fourth option why does zirkatry know dazzling gleam I, I mean, a lot of Pokemon in the main series game know it. It's just a very yeah. strong move. But yeah. so, you know, that's fun. It's it's actually something that might be reasonable to go out there and try and solo. That said, I mentioned Guzzlord can know Sludge Bomb. Doesn't matter. Literally does not matter. Mega Gardevoir, Shadow Gardevoir, Xerneas, and Shadow Granbull can solo it that said shadow granbull and shadow gardevoir they like die 15 times so you might actually run out of time in that scenario but theoretically it could be done theoretically theoretically so if they have shadow if it has sludge bomb maybe avoid it but you could do it but all that said if you're not looking for the solo and you don't want to use a fairy Dragon, Fighting, or Ice all do just fine. Has all pretty standard weaknesses. Garchomp, Terrakian, Machamp, Dragonite, Conkelder, Mamoswine. All of them are going to work just fine. It is not a hard raid boss. It's very easy, sadly. Great shiny, though. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Now, is Guzzlord any good? We talked about this a long time ago when he first got added, so we're just going to be revisiting some of this info. As a dark type, knows Snarl and Brutal Swing, and it's serviceable. Like, it's usable if you wanted to. It's comparable to Evatol, but like Evatol, very outclassed by Tyranitar, Hydreigon, and Darkrai. And even Darkrai is outclassed by Tyranitar and Hydreigon, so <laughs> there's, just, there's better options. Yeah. Speaking of better options, as a dragon type, it's just not good. Just don't don't bother. There's so many better dragon type options. Dragonite and Salamance both perform better, for example, and much more obtainable. So we just had a we just had a bunch of Rayquaza too, so nobody really has any excuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely go out get the shiny because the shiny is is primo. But don't raid for that XL. Probably not. Good idea. Unless you have a hundo. And then and then I guess it's up to your discretion, I suppose. No, it's uh it's a necessity. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, Guzzlord is a cool, a cool one. Yeah, it's sweet. It's if sweet. you had like a Hondo Feramosa, I might judge you a little more for getting the XL. But. Which is the part that bothers me here is that it's not like, oh, if it gets a better move, it'll be a lot better. It already knows Brutal Swing. Yeah, it's just an exceptionally defensive oriented Pokemon. Which means that in Go, not so hot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Guzzlord. Looking forward to solo shiny hunting. That'll actually be pretty slick. So good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Uh, that means that we're going to take a short, short break here, and then we'll be back with this week's Pokalore. Welcome back. It's Pokalore time. And this week we're going to be covering another new Paldean edition. No, not the one we had just mentioned earlier, but Palmy. And it's Evolutions Palmo and Palmot. Palmy and Palmo are the mouse Pokemon, a rather common category um, in its iterations. And Palmot is the hands-on Pokemon. That's why he's standing there with his hands out like this all the time. It's great. Let's start with Palmy. Palmy is a small quadrupedal rodent-like Pokemon that has a body that is almost entirely orange with cream colorations on its lower forelimbs, snout, and tail, and green on the insides of its ears. It has beady brown eyes and a tiny nose. Its forelimbs are considerably large, and it has a tuft of fur on top of its head. Palmy can stand on its hind legs, but barely. <laughs> are we bullying Palmy? What's happening here? Uh, Palmy has yellow underdeveloped electric sacs in its cheeks, as well as yellow paw, uh, pad-like organs on its forepaws that can discharge electricity. If it feels threatened, it will rub its cheeks to generate electricity, which it then delivers to its opponents by touching them with its forepaws. The organs on its forepaws turn teal blue when discharging. Palmy's thick fur provides insulation against the cold and allows it to store electricity. Very similar to Pikachu in a lot of ways. I mean, I know it's the Pika clone, but like the the rubbing his cheeks and stuff, like the whole thing. Hmm. Uh, Palmo. Palmo is a stout bipedal rodent-like Pokemon. Compared to Palmy and Palmot, its fur is almost entirely light orange, with tan colorations on its forepaws, snout, and long fluffy tail, and green on the insides of its ears. Its face has beady brown eyes, tiny nose, and yellow electric uh, sacs on its cheeks. It has tufts of fur on its forehead and near its ears. Palmo has five fingers on its four limbs, which are considerably large, and stretches down to its tiny feet. Palmo's four paws contain yellow pads that turn teal blue when releasing electricity. It uses these paw pads for its signature fighting technique, where it simultaneously strikes and zaps fo foes with its four paws. <sighs> Palmo are known to travel in groups. When attacking, Palmo will be the first to fight back, defeating foes with its electricity. It's this roving gangs of Palmo. Looking to punch and zap you simultaneously. Last but not least, Palmot. Palmot is a stout, bipedal, rodent-like Pokemon that has a body that is almost entirely orange with tan colorations on its forepaws, snout and long fluffy tail, and green on the insides of its ears. Its face has beady brown eyes, a tiny nose, and electric yellow sacs on its cheeks. It has shaggy tufts of fur on its forehead and near its ears, as well as on its neck, which forms a collar. Palmat has five fingers on its considerably large forelimbs, which stretch down to its tiny feet. Tiny feet. The colorations on its forelimbs create a zigzag pattern. It has yellow pads on its forepaws, which turn teal blue when it uses electric attacks. Although Palmat's reaction speed is normally low, 
It is able to strike opponents with its fast movements while uh, when battling. The fluffy fur on its body acts like a battery, allowing Palmot to store as much electricity as in an electric car. <laughs> There's your line. Um, and then I didn't include this, but it's the only Pokemon known to know the move Double Shock, if I remember that correctly. Stats include max CP at 40, 26, 34, and at 50, 29, 78. Actually a lot stronger than any Pika clone has been. 172 stamina, 141 defense, and 232 attack. It is 100% that 232 attack. Bringing it, kicking and screaming over the finish line there. Yeah. Uh, best move set, you're going to want Spark with Close Combat and Wild Charge. You could bring Discharge instead of Wild Charge, but Wild Charge is more damage. So there you go. That's it. Uh, Kyle, I know you've got some thoughts and opinions about Pika clones. I mean, Togedemaru is a swear word in your household. Uh, so I, what's going on here in your head with Palmy and the fam? Are you ready? Are you are you prepared? Are you going to say you love this here? Pokemon? Are you gonna say you love this Pokemon? I think Palmy is supremely designed. Oh, good. I good. think Palmy is an S tier Pokemon. It is good. so good. Are you ready for the rest of my opinion, though? Mm, I think I know how this is going. Palmo and Palmot are garbage. Whoa! They might actually be the worst evolutions to a good base form in the entire game. They're a little too. Uh... What was that game we played with the two? They're a little too Temtem, you know, than Pokemon. It, they're just nothing. That's the problem. They're like Tem-tem. nothing happened. I could almost accept Palmy to Palmo. Like, that's fine. It's something. Yeah, sure. Palmot, like, just shouldn't have existed. Make it a two-stage evolution. Palmy to Palmot and get rid of Palmo, I guess. Like, even then would have been a little bit better. I wouldn't have liked it, but it would have been better. It feels like we wasted a three-stage evolution just to give it, I don't know, more stats? Oh, I don't know. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. Like, the change between it's like, make it stand up and make its hands bigger. And they're like, yeah. why don't we do that again? <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's it's so unfortunate because I Pommy is so good. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's my favorite Pika clone by far. And it's it's not even close. So... Its evolutions are are terrible, though. I would never want mm. to evolve it if I didn't have to. What about a Molga? I don't like a Molga. That's a shame. A I guess great. there's an argument for Mimikyu. Then I suppose Mimikyu is a Pikachu clone. So. Oh yeah, yeah, but Mimikyu is almost like disqualified because it's such a strong thing on its own. You know. Yeah. I don't know, but like, I think Palmy is on tier of Mimikyu for Pika clones design wise. Sure. Sure. All right. Yeah, I've got um, I've got a little bit of love for for Palmy. Um, I think Palmot is cool, but I think you're right. The evolutions could have used a little bit more pizzazz, um, especially for how strong, surprisingly strong this Pika clone is, and it is a early route Pokemon in Paldea. Uh, so that's a fighting electric or electric fighting. One of those two. That's a dual type. I'm um, sure it's electric fighting. Yeah, so it's, you know, it adds a little bit of coverage in your team that is otherwise difficult to come by. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> but anyway, that's Palmy, Palmo, and Palmot. And with that, we're going to hop into the Pokepole. So for last week's Pokepole, we had, in your opinion, what's the best way to introduce someone to Pokemon Go? 
Bonus points for a personal story. First one's from Matters, and he said, hello, gents. Marry them, have children, and then exclusively talk to your son for five years about Pokemon Go and nothing else until they give in. Start playing the game and acknowledge your Pokemon Go friends are real people. <laughs> this sounds like a personal story. And bonus points. Bonus points. Yeah. <laughs> Next one's from Carlo, and he said, my story is similar to Matters, but has one less step. Get married and then spend every weekend of a summer going to events slash raid days slash grinding get togethers. Eventually, your significant other downloads the game to spend time with you and eventually <laughs> passes you an experience, friends, catches, and dust. And now I keep the game to spend time with her. Aww. Wow. Aww. That's great. That is great. All right. Next one's from Hyenas Are Good. They said, I've been gradually pulling a friend of mine into the game over the past few years. I think the moment it connected with him was when I told him there was a Pokemon I wanted to get. And in order to get it, I'd be taking the train to Manhattan to be sure to have the support needed to bring it back down, to bring it down. He was down to see what the fuss was about. I think it was the trip itself that built excitement and gave me a chance to tell him why I wanted it on the way there. We got within range of the mighty Genesect and decided to go into a bar and raid from there while having a drink. Yeah, no, that, now that's the winning move right there. Uh, <laughs> It was his first five-star raid, and I helped him ready his Flareon for battle. Uh -huh. We had a pretty full raid, and he got to see all great and varied Pokemon people brought a raid around the boss. My friend got one good, uh, got one with good IVs, thankfully. I was a little worried about what I'd have to say if he didn't. <laughs> he decided that his had the right moves to be a steel attacker and was now his best steel type. Mine was built for bug stuff. I think he was intrigued by the idea that it was a metal bug, and he was excited about the design and look of it, too. It seemed like a special one to have. I had not mentioned anything about Metagross probably coming to his future to replace it, which it did during Global Go Fest this year. Mm -hmm. I let him have his moment. And from that point, he started texting me when he would see a new Pokemon. Hey, is this one special or useful for anything? Now I have someone to swap with after community days. Oh, and yes, it is a simple pleasure to share an activity you enjoy with someone else and see it come together in their mind. Sorry for the long post. I definitely agree with that last bit. It is definitely a simple pleasure to watch somebody else piece it together. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Isn't it cool? Mm -hmm. It's cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. But just, you know, you can't force somebody to make that conclusion. So when it does happen, it's extra sick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was going to be really worried if we were going to have three people in a row be like, yeah, you just kind of marry them because that only works so many times, you know, like once. <laughs> yeah well i mean i guess it depends or yeah whatever it's limited you can't like you know i don't know get me like 50 people together like we're all getting married so we can play pokemon go together like maybe you can i don't know what the laws are around that so <laughs> you you i wouldn't have any idea so no none none whatsoever so but our last response in the form of an email is from dean they said hi chris and kyle i'm dean from australia I wanted to give you my answer to this week's poke poll about how did you get someone into Pokemon Go? Apologize in advance for the long story slash email. Well, I have one that brought it into the fold. Like Kyle, I was a day one player who walked away for, in my case, almost three years. I gave up in 2017 before a raid started. In 2020, my now fiance moved in with me during one particularly long lockdown. And on Magikarp Community Day, she successfully convinced me to re-download and try the far more complete game compared to the one I left. 
I very fondly remember sitting and calling out with glee about how many shiny Magikarp I was pulling. And it was very frustrating half an hour later when her first turned up. I also think she regrets it because I have absolutely moved well past casual into full obsession. Let's go. I found Pokemon Go Radio podcast, rest in peace, and eventually GoCast. I've been learning PvP and using peripheral devices to catch. And most annoyingly, I've begun sharing this obsession with our son, though he prefers the TCG to go. Sorry again for the long email. Kind regards, Dean. So I, I think the actual takeaway is that indoctrination of your children is the way to go. I'm, I'm waiting. My nephew is turning four this year, so uh-huh. we're, we're getting to that point. And he already likes dinosaurs, so I just oh, GG. got to pick the right Pokemon. Yeah, Tyrant, Tyrantrum. <laughs> yeah. Call it a day. That's great. Oh, that's great. Um, I, I love these stories of... Yeah, I got my spouse into it or my significant other got me into it. And, you know, then the roles flipped or whatever. It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Good stuff. All right. So for this week's Pokeball, we have what is the one event we've had in the past that you wish would return? Annual events don't count since they come back on their own. It's like you can't say Adventure Week because we've got yeah. like we've gotten it like five times. Water Festival, Adventure Week, etc. Yeah. Um, my answer is the Mewtwo event with all the clone Pokemon. So we can stop talking about it. Um, because, <laughs> uh, you know, it, people didn't, the player base just was not really there as much as it is now, um, at the time. And it's become, and as more time goes on, it's become more of this like black hole of like, did that even happen? Um, yeah, which right. clone Pokemon came out? Did I remember to save mine? Oh, I wish I had, you know? Um, and so I, I would love to see that come back along with Armored Mewtwo because armored mewtwo has a place in competitive you know and so i mean it did i don't know if it actually does anymore the game has developed so much since that was the case right you can you can say that and that's 100 true but at the same time like with the introduction with the introduction of in gbl of limited cups and stuff like that you never know so it would just be nice to have it accessible to everybody that maybe didn't get a chance that's a really good answer I that might have been the event that was the idea for this question. (laughs) I it's it's so hard to think of events that like don't keep coming back. It it is. It really, really is. Um my I I have a cop out answer. You can just say like uh like Canto uh tour or something like that. No, I mean I would like to see uh the Paldean event come back again. Because four times, oh, four times, four, four times, catch yeah. Stardust is crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. If you can name another event that did that, I'll say that instead. Uh, and then for another slight cop out answer, uh, Ghastly Community Day, purely because XL Candy didn't exist at the time. Yeah, so like, yeah. I, I want to see that one. <laughs> you have a good chance. I so, do have a good chance, but who knows how long I have to wait? It's a popular Gen One Pokemon. Hopefully, not yeah. too long. Hey, too, maybe it'll too be long? November's classic. Could be. Could be, considering October is not for ghosts, apparently. <laughs> so <laughs> no Giratina this month either. Like weird. What? Weird stuff. How dare Guzzlord take that spot? <laughs> and then and then Dark Rye. Don't forget that. And yada <laughs> yada. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. Well, dear listener, if you have an answer to this week's Pokeball question, which is one more time. What is the one event we've had in the past that you would wish 
to return. Annual events don't count since they come back on their own. You can answer that question when we post it on Twitter slash X. Um, when we post it in our Discord, our Pokepole exclusive channel in our patron exclusive Discord, you can answer it there. If you're watching on YouTube, you can answer as a comment. If you are listening to us on the Spotify mobile app, you can answer the question there. But last and certainly not least, the two more direct ways of answering this is via email to mail at gocastpodcast.com or calling our voicemail line and leaving a voicemail to 262-586-7717. And speaking of emails slash voicemails, Kyle, where are we? It's time for emails. And no emails, but just one voicemail. <laughs> so uh, we got this this uh, voicemail from somebody whose name I absolutely love. This is from Kurt Crowbrain. Hi, Kyle and Chris. This is Pokemon trainer Kurt Crowbrain calling in uh, from the <laughs> Pacific Northwest. Uh, been listening to the podcast for about a year. First time interacting. Was listening to episode 253 on my way back down to Tacoma, Washington from Seattle this morning. And there was a lot of talk in the mailbag about routes and just wanted to share an experience I had this morning um, that gave me hope kind of for the future. Um, All right. Was dropping my son off with his grandmother up in Seattle and knew there was a local park just around around the way that was probably going to have some routes and needed to get that research done for the out to play event. Um, got to got to this park, started a route, and was very pleasantly surprised with some of these vague um, quality of life updates that they have been uh, talking about in the event release for out to play. Uh, got to the end of a route and it didn't automatically end the route. It, it gives you a notification now in that bottom right corner that, uh, you have to click into to decide to end the route. So right there made it, um, much more logistically easy to see and grab the Zygarde cells that were at yeah. the end of the route. Got two when I clicked on it, which is the first time I've seen that happen. And as the end of route reward, right, this is a, um, this is a route that's about 30 miles away from my like home base where I usually play. And it was the first time I had done it. I got an elite Faftia as one of my rewards. So I was very excited about that. And, you know, I, I can see all of the problems that have existed with the features thus far in the rollout, but I'm, uh, just given a, given an alternative voice to, you know, be cautiously optimistic about it. Um, Love the podcast. Love what you guys do. We'll uh, we'll be a listener for the foreseeable future. Uh, shiny vibes all, hundo vibes all, and uh, keep doing what you do. All right. Well, Kurt, you've definitely, definitely uh, at least made Kyle go. Oh, <laughs> okay. No, uh, the the route asking you and prompting you at the end to actually finish it manually is huge. <laughs> yeah. Alone, just that by itself is huge. Uh, but getting an elite fasting, dang, I must not have been paying attention to my rewards. I've done several routes, and I don't remember them being that crazy. Um, but that's pretty cool. That's good stuff. Um, now we just need it to not crash phones, which mine hasn't crashed since, I don't know, the last app update, more or less. So, you know, but I didn't have as much stability issues as other people had reported. So I'm, I'm very cautious about saying that's fixed. Uh, Kyle, what we really need is for you to go out and do another route or two. 
Yeah, I guess I, I hopefully will. I, yeah. I need to. <laughs> Got to finish the Zygarde event or research at some point. Yep. Hey, so the the Paldean event, that's not the one that's the timed research, right? No, Paldean is not timed. The only thing timed at the moment is the Master Ball research. Okay. How far are you on that? That's what I meant to ask. On the you. Master Ball? Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to finish it. Not happening. Okay. okay. I'm at Never. nine raids. I have not done a raid in almost two weeks. Okay. Okay. And I, because mine's all complete except for like five more raids I got to do. I don't remember if there was a route on there or not. There was not, right? There was not. Nope. Okay. That was my main question. All right. Cool. Um, You should still go out and do one. <laughs> I want to know how your phone handles it because you had such a bad time before. I did. Did yeah. not want to work for me. No. Well, anyway, uh, thank you very much for that voicemail. Thank you for reporting back and letting us know your experience. Uh, those of you listening at home or out and about or whatever the case might be, uh, we're looking for more feedback on routes. It'd be cool to hear a couple more takes from people using varied devices. So if you're like, yeah, I've got a gosh, what's a what's a weird phone now? I was going to say HTC, whatever they have now, but I don't even know if they make phones anymore. Your who, guess is who knows? I have no idea. If you run anything other than an iPhone, let, let us know how your experience is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, if you, dear listener, would like to send us an email, you can by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And if you'd like to send us a voicemail like Kurt did this week, you can by calling 262-586-7717. And if all of that was said too fast, you don't want to rewind and you'd rather have a visual, check our website out, gocastpodcast.com. You can go to our Contact Us tab there and find all that info right there, front and center, or centered, because <laughs> I have it set to that. Yeah. Um, follow us on Twitter slash X, I guess, at gocastpodcast. If you'd like to help support the show, uh, monetarily you can for as low as $1 a month via Patreon. And that is spelled P A T R E O N.com forward slash go cast podcast. You can help us out. And that would be immense, just huge for us. But speaking of patrons, shout out to our elite trainer tier patrons for their generous support. Big, big thank you to Bo, Daniel, Lori, Michael, Ozzy, Arkham, Marvin, and Mimi, Sforzer, Sui, and Ryan, Thayer, Jason, Justin, Charles, Modders, Lee, William, Brandon, Ethan, Stephen, Nick, Kelvin, our favorite listener, Drew, too, Camo, The Ugly Rock, Jacob, Victoria, and Sarah Lore. Thank you very much for your generous support and for helping us keep the digital lights on. Um, but if you'd like to help leave us um, some more support, that can be in the form of leaving a review. So please, if you could, that'd be great. Speaking of reviews, we got one one from a name you will very soon recognize regularly. Ugh. This is from Lachlan Firth. And they said, this fish on a heater brings some great Aussie energy to the feed. <laughs> I enjoy all four of the hosts quite greatly, but I do especially love the random Aussie fish. I think it would be great to feature more Australian voices on the show. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Love PBP Corner um, and all that good stuff. I enjoy Kyle's chats with Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it should be out by now so i'm gonna say and if it's not here's a little sneak peek but lachlan is going to be my co-host on that interview show that we teased last week so uh yes and he's also australian so we will be adding more aussie energy to our roster <laughs> so thank you very much for the review appreciate it lachlan um cool mr kyle we gotta set some goals and then i believe we are done yep okay yep so what are you thinking? We've got what coming up this weekend? We've got 
an event. It is the Detective Pikachu Returns event. That's what it was. I was like, is it Halloween? Oh, when the battle began too. Uh, but yeah, there's that. So what are you thinking? All right. So going to complete the collection challenge. Uh, I'm going to try and walk a route. We'll see. We'll see how that works. Uh, and then keep getting my daily streaks so I don't forget because I, I was always really bad at it before and now Monster Hunter is distracting so I'm extra bad at it. <laughs> uh, continue my mega progress. I'm doing really good so far. I got a couple more mega threes last week so that's great. Nice. Uh, buddy progress because I didn't do any of that last week and that was a mistake. And then I'm going to try and solo a Guzzlord. See how it goes. I've got a I've got a Hundo Guard of War sitting there. Maybe I'll actually spend the Stardust to max it out or something. We'll we'll see what it takes. You've got a Hundo Guard of War too. We let, let, let me blow your mind, Chris. Wait, is it the same one? We caught the same. One. We did the twin. I didn't what, remember let, that. Let, let me, I, let I me, need to mark. Let me it. blow your mind. Okay. It was at 2018 Go Fest. <laughs> Stop it! Stop yeah. it! Hang on. Someone let me, screamed. Fina. <laughs> 2019. 2019, 2019. Sorry, 2019 mm-hmm. go fast caught chicago illinois united states 6 15 2019 yeah. so old it doesn't even have the event tag yep wow see uh you you same, did you blew one. my mind six six nineteen the load eventually six nineteen there we go this is this is great audio content us holding up our phones yeah, don't to our worry. cameras don't worry <laughs> <laughs> either way <laughs> oh my gosh mine doesn't even have fairy type moves i'll have to fix that oh my gosh yeah so that's that's my uh my uh goal there you're slacking mine's mega three it's got three moves including synchronoise which is unnecessary um and it's best buddied and maxed yeah well that's okay but uh (laughs) i didn't rate it very much so i didn't have mega energy to like do it frequently i didn't get mega energy for it until it reran the time before it it just did. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, well, yeah. no time like the present. You've got a few days to kind of get started on that, I guess. When, yeah, here's a question for you, dears. If you mega evolve something in the family and you walk a different one of that family, you still get mega energy for it, right? You don't have to walk the one that mega evolved. No, you don't have to walk the one that mega evolved. You just have had to have had mega it, I think. Okay. The species. Okay. Now, if you now, I thought you were about to ask the other question of, do you get a discounted mega evolution if you've already done one? No, those are individually locked. No, I just need to make sure because I hadn't evolved the Stralts into a Gardevoir until I decided, and then I, by the time I decided, I'd already mega a random Gardevoir for the deck entry. Mm-hmm. So I'm out of mega energy right now. But ah, uh, fooey. That's okay. gotcha. Okay. Well, again, you got some time, and you you do walk during work quite a bit. So, yeah. Alrighty, my goals this week. I'm stealing at least one of these from you. The collection challenge, of course, because I have to. The Detective Pikachu timed research. I'd like to finish that. 50 eggs. I'm already at 20 and it's Tuesday, so that will be more than doable. Uh, and then solo a Guzzlord. That's one I stole from you because it's brilliant. That's a fun thing to try and do. So hopefully we both come back next week with our shiny guzzlords that we single-handedly yeah. <laughs> defeated in a in an ideal situation <laughs> uh cool well that's it for this episode thanks so much for listening all the way through and we will see you oh make sure you check out the youtube channel please subscribe like comment do all that good stuff 
um, the video is a, a really cool way of consuming this and people seem to like it. So you might as well. Um, all right. That said, see you next week. Have fun with the events this weekend and uh, shiny vibes. Good luck. Bye. Bye.